Oh, yeah, we are live. We are back in action, attacking your speakers from the bleachers. This is the first ever episode of the 49ers forecast, and I am absolutely psyched up about this brand new show, which is brought to you by Team Roof Sports in presentation with the sports column. My name is Jason Fearman. You can catch me on Twitter at SportsProfit1. That's the number one. And you may also recognize the voice from the third and three podcast, third and three podcast, excuse me, which is going really strong right now with my two teammates, Tricky Nikki DeMatthews and the real deal Damian Adams, who also has his own individual podcast called The Real Deal with Damian Adams. And it's great. He puts on a show. He does it all, man. The people are loving it. We're loving it. I highly recommend that you check it out and check out our show, Third and Three with Nikki, Damian, and myself, Sundays at noon. We're there for you every weekend, boys and girls, all right? As we're rocking and rolling here on the brand new show, 49ers Forecast, I got to tell you first, I've been blessed to work with, been honored to work with so many great co-hosts, making a bunch of friends, just because we all love sports, and many of us have played on a whole bunch of different levels. Many have gone pro. Uh, Look, all current and retired pro athletes who gave me their free time, allowing me to interview them, giving me that free time. It was a beautiful thing. I really appreciate it, guys. You've been there for me. You back me up on Twitter now, and I love it. And all the awesome guests that I've had have helped make my show better and more enjoyable for you and for me as well. So it's been nothing but great. Look, the 49ers forecast will be all about, all about the San Francisco 49ers and, of course, the NFL as a whole. All right? You guys know I love my football, so we're never leaving it out. But this is mainly about the 49ers, the NFC champions, could have been Super Bowl champions. I'm about to get into that in a second over here as we drop the music down for just a minute. And, uh, yeah, uh, things like uh, certain highlights from camp we're going to go over. The progressions of injuries are coming back. Battles for starting positions on the field. Uh, how individual players are going to improve or if they need a wake-up call. How the offense and defense look as a whole as a group, plus a whole lot of coach speak talk from Kyle Shanahan. So that's the man who you want to hear from right now during this incredibly rigorous process. It is something else. So, uh, however, to start off right now, um, I do have to play this music just uh, for a reason, and you'll understand why as we go back to the future a little bit over here. And it's not really what I wanted to do to start off. But we have to do it. So we're going to take an unpleasant trip back to the past right now before we come back to the present day. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Time to hop into the DeLorean, speed that sucker up to 88 miles per hour, and bam, it's February 2nd, earlier this year, 2020, and we're at the Super Bowl in Miami, Hard Rock Stadium, where I live, by the way, and San Fran's got a 10-point lead with less than 10 minutes to go in the game. You guys know what happened right there, right? You know what happened. I don't have to tell you. The Niners fans, we can feel it. We can feel the Lombardi Trophy. We got it. Ten minutes left. Best defense in the league. We know we got it. We've been doing it all game long. Only ten points are scored. But, look, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. We know what happened. Instead, Tyreek Hill, the ball drops into his arms. and No Niners around him. Still baffles me to this day. And after that, about 65-yard bomb that Patrick Mahomes threw, under pressure, by the way, on third and 15, fifth freaking team. And the rest is history, as they say. And that was it right there. And it was 
it was really heartbreaking, but I'm not going to get into uh, my sentiment right now. I don't, I can't, I don't have this. I don't have the time for it. It's been a tough world to live in as as it is. But it got me thinking about losing to the Ravens a few years back in 2013. And that was tough enough where we got first and goal. We're down there. We can get we can win the game. We're ready to go. It was bad play calling then. It was bad play calling at the end of the Kansas City Chiefs game in the Super Bowl. There's no doubt. Everybody knows that with the comfortable lead that we had, the league's best defense, if not the second or the third ready to keep it all locked down and take home the title. But another miraculous performance by Patrick Mahomes and company was enough to not only come back after being down 10 points with less than 10 minutes to go, but the Chiefs ended up winning the game 31-20. to They won by 11. And they came back in all their games. Not a surprise, but yeah, a surprise against the 49ers. But what happened, San Fran, they couldn't get a first down toward the end. And the defense was completely exhausted as a result of many three and outs late in the fourth quarter. And to me, was the reason why the Chiefs won the game. Kind of like people remember in Atlanta, what happened with the Patriots over there. Also, again, Kyle Shanahan being that factor over there. He just kept throwing the ball and throwing the ball, stopping the clock when we should have been running and running and let the clock keep rolling and let them use their timeouts. It was horrible. So I don't want to talk about that really ever again. So let's just, you know, get back to the future where we're supposed to go and be happy. All right. So we're back to the future right now. It's present day. We're back here on a Wednesday. And I'd like to not forget that and move on to bigger and better things like what the 49ers are going to be doing this season in 2020. And let's hope that it starts on time. That's number one most important thing. Please let it start on time. Please let everybody be healthy. That is the most important thing, health. We all know it. So if we got that, then we can have a league. We need it. We want it. Let's do it. The 49ers had a great draft, man. They really did. But they made some great offseason moves as well, filled with extremely important holes that you have to fill on a team that's ready to go win it again. You know, a great example is when Joe Staley decided to retire, backup plan in your, in, in your pocket over there, It's been hinting at retirement, so you know what? The 49ers jumped on Trent Williams' left tackle to fill in immediately, immediately, right away. He's one of the best in the game when he's healthy, so let's keep him healthy, and we're going to be all right over there on his backside. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, that is, will be covered, all right? The 49ers had a great draft, like I was saying, taking Javon Kinlaw with their first pick to replace DeForest Buckner, who went out to Indy and then moving up in the first round to get a stud from Arizona State and Brandon Alyuk, who was number one on a lot of different uh, coaches and teams draft boards, which is very interesting to find out. So he's something that we needed definitely. And it's becoming more and more apparent that hiring John Lynch was the best thing this team had ever done. It's just, I mean, look at what has happened since he came aboard and since Kyle has come aboard it's one of the best moves that this organization in a long, long time. And I, for women, extremely happy. And they gave him the extension to go along with it. So this pairing is going to be around for a while. So what do the 49ers got to do? The key question now is, what more do we need to do to win a title this year? And which players will be starting on Sunday during the winter? We don't know all 22 yet. We're going to find out. But... It's a great thing we're bringing back most of the players that we had. That's really important. And the ones that have left, um, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, their time is done, like Emmanuel Sanders going to the Saints. You know, we get in a stud, what we hope for, a stud rookie in Ayuk from Arizona State to replace him. And the thing about the Niners is um, 
they're, one of their weaknesses, and they don't have many, but is throwing the ball downfield. They don't have guys to do that. They, their roster really isn't filled with that. So they went around, they checked out, they picked up guys here, there, and they, they, they're trying to make it happen. Because when you look at Debo, as great of a player as he is, he's not your pure wide receiver. Or it doesn't seem like it yet. You want the ball in his hands because he's like a running back with the ball in his hands. But he needs to learn a little more, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as route running, uh, getting open and things like that. But he's a great player. It's great to have him getting Tavon Austin. Um, look, he's been around for a while now. I think about eight years in the league. We still got Kendrick Bourne. All right. He had a nice impact for us last year. Jalen Hurd, hoping that he's healthy. So we got a few guys, you know, I'm not just naming people. You know, we have Dante Pettis who was hurt. If he can come back healthy, again, health, health, health. That is the key thing right now. It's all about the health. So if we can get that and if we can get players running down the field, which is why I was hoping that we were going to get Henry Ruggs, just to pay some attention to downfield and not have to put all your seven or eight men up in the box where it makes it harder for one of our best running teams to be running in the league. All right? So you need to have that spread out. You need to be able to be so versatile, which the 49ers were with the way that they moved uh, with the ball before the, it was even snapped, you know, calling out different plays before the ball is even snapped and all the motion and everything. It was really beautiful. It was a sight to behold. I have to be honest. It, it, it was lovely. The offense was great. All the reverses, the motions, everything you could think of was excellent. But one part of our defense, all right, now we may have had the greatest defense in the league last year, but the secondary got covered up a little bit by that great front four play and the fact that you can drop your linebackers back 15 to even 20 yards if you had to on certain plays, certain downs and distances. So uh, Richard Sherman covered up a lot of it also. He took away one side of the field kind of for the most part. Um, the other thing was is that you had Witherspoon on one side and you didn't know how good he was going to do. So they had Dante Johnson. You got Emmanuel Mosley. It's like, well, is he better? So you got all these cornerbacks, and they keep trying to find the right one to fit in. You got this rookie now, uh, Demarcus AC, I believe it is. We got Tim Harris still in the house. So look, one of these guys we're hoping can seal down the other side while Richard Sherman does his thing. Is it going to be Jason Verrett? Is he going to play more at safety this year? I don't know. Kawan Williams? I don't know. But we got a lot of talent. We just got to figure out how to mesh it all together. That's the key right there in the secondary. They can play. They're athletic. They're talented. And they have a leader in Richard Sherman, which is beautiful for those guys, especially the younger ones that are coming in. He can really teach them how to play the game from an intellectual level. You know, not just not just the physicality, which is just bred into you and born into you, but the intellectual level that he can teach these young guys at. That can help a lot. We know that we got Bosa and Armstead. I mean, it's an, it's an embarrassment of riches of what we have up. Trey Greenlaw going into his second year. Fred Warner proved himself last year. Uh, Nick Bosa, what he did is just unbelievable. He had twelve hurries getting to Patrick Mahomes last. Uh, you know, in the Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl, excuse me. Nobody has ever done that. He would have won Super Bowl MVP had the 49ers pulled out the victory. All right, I'm just saying. So, again, the 49ers, they addressed their primary needs. When Staley was gone, bringing Trent Williams, we needed more weapons at wide receiver. Just went over that. Uh, we even got Travis Benjamin, but he decided to opt out due to COVID, and I don't blame him. I got no hate for you there. I got nothing but love for you, bro. I totally understand, and I might even be doing the same thing in the same position. We talked about that on third and third 
on our last episode a couple of days ago. I'd be a little iffy, you know, sending my kids to go play college or even if I was going to go play ball myself. So Travis Benjamin, all the best to you, bro. Hopefully this whole thing blows over and we can get you back. That would be wonderful. All right. But um, and, you know, always you want to draft a couple of offensive linemen because you never know injuries. It's hard to just go with your core five. You got to be able to rotate six and hopefully seven guys. Keep them fresh. It's really important, especially a team like the Niners who are running the ball down your throat. Yeah, it keeps that energy with the offensive line, knowing that we're beating these guys up front. But everybody needs a break. Everybody needs a breath. So. It'd be nice to be able to roll in and roll out guys once in a while. So the 49ers did that. They addressed some needs there uh, through the draft and free agency. So right now, as they're just getting into pads and everything, there's not a lot to talk about. Not yet. We're going to get into it. Um, Again, players are going to be battling it out, especially in that secondary. All those names that I named for you right there. That's something you want to watch out for. Okay. There's going to be big battles. We know where Richard Sherman's going to be. We know where Jimmy Ward is going to be probably, but the rest, I'm not sure. To close out this first podcast of the 49ers forecast, because again, I wanted to make it a quick one just to introduce the show. We're going to be doing it every week, sometimes multiple times a week, depending on what's going on with the news. But I wanted to give you that guy's schedule. We're not going to pick out wins and losses right now, because I think that's kind of ridiculous to do at a stage when you don't know even how many players are going to be there if we're even going to have the season. And even under normal circumstances, It never goes the way you think it's going to go. The only staple that you knew ever for 20 years was that the Patriots were going to the playoffs and had a chance to win the Super Bowl or more a better chance than anybody else did. Nine times they went six rings. Unbelievable. Give me a break. Come on. So that was the only staple. We don't have that anymore. So I'm not going to go pick wins and losses right now. I'll wait till we get to around week two. Well, I should say week three and then make some, you know, fearless fearman predictions over there. But week one, we got Arizona. Um, It's a regular afternoon game. They come to our house in Santa Clara. That's week one. Weeks two and three are against the Jets and then the Giants, respectively. And they're both in New York. So they're staying in my former hometown. The 49ers will play the Jets and then the Giants. (laughs) Great time to move, Jay, right? Real smart. I could have been to -to back-to-back games up in New York at that time. Well, ding, something just went off my head. Maybe I should go. I do have another reason to go as well. My nephew is turning one at the end of September. So I have a great reason to be in New York, as a matter of fact. (laughs) I hope it doesn't interfere with the party. Okay, look, I got a little sidetracked there. But week four, we got the Eagles, all right? And we got them at home. I like our chances there. Carson Wentz, going to be an interesting story this year. Again, we're going to talk more NFL. We're not just going to talk 49ers on the show. It is the 49ers forecast, but... We are talking all NFL, especially the team that we're going to be playing that week. You know, well, I'm going to be studying film. We got to break this thing down. All right. Well, the 49ers do play the Miami Dolphins in week five. And of course, that's in San Francisco. Huh, why couldn't it be here? It was here a couple of years ago and I went. It was awesome. 49ers playing. I love to see them live. I don't care if they're not doing well or if they're doing great. Just watching my team live is awesome right now as I wear my 49ers jersey. Week six. It is the L.A. Rams, and that is Sunday Night Football. That'll be in our house. Week 7, we play those new-looking Patriots. Cam Newton, let's see what he's going to do. Can't wait. That game is at New England, so we'll be over there in Foxborough. Uh, hopefully, it won't be too cold. But, um, yeah, Cam Newton, the Patriots, I very much looking forward to see what they got. They do have a tough defense, that I know. Week 8, 
our arrivals. We're at Seattle. Hey, Seattle, Seattle. We'll see you then, week eight. And we're going to see you again toward the end of the year. We'll get to that in the second week nine. We always seem to play the Packers. We always seem to beat the Packers. And it always seems to be on a Thursday night or a Sunday night. And this one is on a Thursday night football game. And uh, they're coming to San Fran. And that's going to be a tough road loss for those guys. I wonder what what playoff picture they're going to be in by week nine. The Packers, which love over there. And Aaron Rodgers playing with a chip on his shoulder. Then week 10. What's up, Damian? Coming to play you, bro. We're coming back to New Orleans to beat you down like we did last year. Do you remember that when George Kittle carried the whole defense on his face and ran down the sideline and boom, we kicked the field goal to win the game. Yup, we're coming back to do it again. I don't know if it's going to be 48 to 46, but 49ers are going to be marching into your arena over there in NOLA, pal. Can't wait to see it. Week 11, we take a break. Long, nice nap, relax, get your muscles back in order. Week 12, Go play the Rams again. This time it'll be in their park. Then we got the Bills on Monday Night Football. And wow, the Buffalo Bills, I mean, they're hyped up as the team's beat in the AFC East now. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills, man. Woo! Now they got Stefan Diggs over there. They're going to be a very tough team. Plus, they have a sick defense. It's definitely going to be cold around that time. That's going to be a tough game. Then we play the Washington football team. And I'm not even going to go there right now. Week 14, we play the Washington football team. It's in our house. Week 15, we play our rivals of old. That would be the Dallas Cowboys. And that'll be in Jerry's World, Cowboys Stadium, whatever the hell it's called now, that spaceship over there. And no Terrell Owens to uh, run in the middle of the star and have George Teague knock him off. Had George Teague on the show. We talked about that. That was a great story. Oh, my gosh. Terrell Owens. Man, all right, so no running on the shot, not on the star. Show respect, but let's go beat them down. Week 16, got to beat down the Cardinals. We're going to Arizona. Week 16, beating down Arizona to hopefully clinch the number one overall seed before we even get into the last game. Week 17 against the Seattle Seahawks in Santa Clara, San Francisco, whatever you want to call it. Of course, they did that to us. They're putting Russell Wilson against us in those crazy conditions again. Again, I hope we have it wrapped up beforehand. Last year, same scenario. Whoever won that game was going to take, uh, you know, was going to get the buy or whatnot. And the 49ers won. They got the buy. God bless them. Pulled it out. And uh, Seattle ends up losing to Philadelphia. Uh, excuse me. They beat Philadelphia. Go on and lose to Green Bay. 49ers beat Green Bay. And then the Super Bowl blap. Forget it. So that can be a huge game. Depending on what Seattle can toss out this year, we don't really know yet with them. I mean, they got Russell Wilson, so when you got him, much like Brady or a Peyton Manning or a a Patrick Mahomes, you're in pretty good freaking shape. DK Metcalf, I think you're getting a big year out of, but again, we're going to concentrate on the 49ers on this show. That's what we want to do. We love our Niners. This is for all Niners fans out there. I'm at... Again, on Twitter, at SportsProfit1, that's the number one. And profit is not for profit money. It's just profit like prophecy, seeing into the future, like the 49ers going to the Super Bowl in 2021. That's right, back-to-back. But this time, we're going to win it. So who wants to bring it on? I don't care. Bring on the Chiefs again. We need revenge. Bring it on. So look, I appreciate you guys joining me, Jason Fearman, from the 3rd and 3 podcast, from Rufus Sports, again, in conjunction with the sports column. Just wanted to get a little bit out there for you guys, talk about the Niners a bit, the schedule that's coming up, 
We're going to get into a lot more NFL, a lot more 49ers, the ins and outs, the X's and O's, anything you could possibly think of. All right. We're even going to have uh, sessions where you're going to have call-ins. We're going to have guests come in. Um, we'll have hopefully get a few of the 49ers uh, during season to come on as well. So hopefully this will be a great show. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm sure with a little help my, from my friends, things are going to go really, really well. So I thank you for being part of the first ever, the very first ever 49ers forecast. I think it went pretty good, even though I'm doing it kind of like half asleep, but I wanted to get it out there anyway. I love you guys. I appreciate it. And I'll definitely talk to you next week. Don't forget, catch the third and three podcast Sunday and the real deal with Damian Williams. Check him out Tuesdays, Thursday. I believe he's on as well. So just follow him. Follow along with Nikki. Follow me. Follow the third and three podcast. And we'll give you all the info you need to know. And again, if you want to be a guest on the show, hit us up. Give us a DM and we could talk about it. All right. NFL 49ers will be back.